0: Talking
1: about today me neither
0: so. that's fine jordan never does it doesn't matter we're just talking about the opening of the uh if we can go outside yet are we allowed huh. outdoors yet well i am <laughs> yeah you suck dude i'm so mad i hate i'm really gonna unfollow you on instagram <laughs> the... all your fucking pictures are just the beautiful yosemite tanaya and empty. where were you this weekend
2: um So, we did like the Mist Trail JMT loop on um, Friday, and then we did Glacier Point Saturday. And then I did nothing yesterday. And then today I just took Bea on like a huge loop around the valley because there's so many bike trails you can take in the valley, and they're all dog like any bike trail is dog friendly. um so super chill. There's like in Zion, there was only one like one and a half mile trail that you could do with dogs, but there's so much here. So, it's sweet.
0: Meanwhile, today I went on a nine-mile hike in Wildcat Canyon, this dry, boring-ass <laughs> hillside trail up in my backyard. Although we did have a lot of cows there grazing on the public land, so that's nice.
2: That's lovely. Nice.
0: They were napping. It was cute.
2: Yeah, I'm enjoying Yosemite even more because I'm looking at like zion has been reopened for a couple weeks now and memorial day is always the busiest weekend and like everyone's posting and talking about how like insane it was because without the shuttle running it's just a fucking zoo there like everyone just parks wherever they want and they're all like walking in the road because they have to park like five miles away from angel's landing and it's like such a shit show and i'm just sitting here like posting my grams of empty just like that sucks guys
0: (laughs) sucks for everybody else
3: (laughs) yeah Where'd you find this? My personal preference is to depict be, be, the truthfully. If I should be used as a symbol
2: for promoting revolutionary activity, that's fine with me because the main thing, in my opinion, me, the main thing is to get rid of the industrial system by whatever means may be necessary.
0: yeah but so everything is starting to open up now um a couple of the national parks do you know when yosemite is going to be like fully open no or when,
3: uh, i when don't, i can go mob i mean you?
2: we were told that we are not allowed we, we're not going to be opening until california moves into stage three but like Joshua Tree and Redwoods have both already opened, like with li- limited services. So I don't know. Like it's not like a California statewide national parks are following the same guidance. So I don't know.
0: It seems to be varying by county, all yeah. over. Like the and the, the whatever the the district is who's running these places. Because the same thing is true for like a lot of the state parks, or mm-hmm. some of them have started opening up. But even even like here in the Bay Area, like a few of them in the East Bay have opened up. But some of them haven't fully opened up. Marin, like, the ritzy North Bay area has completely, still, like, doesn't want anyone from not in Marin County coming in, mm-hmm. bringing in their
1: diseases. That's been their wet dream this whole time, though. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> it's, like, kind of been everyone in Yosemite's wet dream, too, to, like, everyone was hoping that we'd do, like, a, like people in Mariposa County were, like, we should do a soft opening where, like, we only let in locals for a week. And I'm, like, that's a good idea, I guess, to, like, kind of test, like, the infrastructure and see, like, if social distancing is possible, but also, like, Fuck you guys! Like the employees want the park to themselves. So, yeah, <laughs>
0: this is the <laughs> only time that this will ever happen in your lifetime. So I
2: know it's right. so unless wild.
1: Unless there's a fire.
2: Yeah, but then when like it's closed for fires before, but then it's like so unpleasant to hike, and you can't see anything yeah. that like no one does anyway.
1: That beautiful red sun.
2: Yeah, that is that's true. It's pretty while you're like choking, wearing
1: a bum. Uh-huh.
0: I did uh, the Half Dome hike a few years ago, and I did it like right at sunset came down the cables and the or came down the trail in the dark, and there was like a fire going on not too far, and it was like really beautiful sunset, but it was just like so it was so smoky, you could see the haze all over the place.
2: yeah, I hate hiking and smoke like that, so unpleasant. Jordan, what are you rec- doing for recreation?
1: trying not to kill myself
2: <laughs> Good job, I'm proud of you <laughs>
0: you're having a hard time baby
1: yeah i uh well, I'm really tired today, so that's contributing. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm. I think I'm gonna try to go for an overnight in the Sandias, maybe this week sometime. Where's the Sandias? Those are the mountains, right? At, like that are in Albuquerque. It's like the that's southern cool. tip of the Rockies. Sandia means watermelon. Uh-huh.
0: Oh, that's true.
1: Yeah, I thought like, it was like Sandia's like Saint Diaz. Uh, no, no, Sandias, because uh, they get wild alpenglow. That's cool. cool. So they look like big pink watermelons from the city a lot of the time. Oh, that's so cute. So cute. Yeah. But nobody should that's... move here. Yeah. Horrible. And stay away. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone go to Boulder.
0: I wish I had more backpacking opportunities here. Like I don't. There's not very much around here. Most of the it's state hard parks to and the in regional the Bay parks. Area. Yeah. There is always Henry Co, but I don't think even that's open yet.
1: Dude, we need to do a whole episode about Henry Coe sometime. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the worst state park I've i've ever been to the hardest backpacking in in the world
0: uh, local state park yeah
1: i go to everest to train for Henry Co.
0: <laughs> yeah i'm very jealous of you two at least having better access to things i'm still like i think once once we we're we are now like some counties are in phase two here in california so we're kind of allowed to go out a lot of places are still closed depending on the area i tried to go climbing the other day and the local crag was closed still and okay but it makes sense it's like a very urban area it's like up in the hills so yeah. it's very popular so those places are still closed and trying to get out more but it's also trying not to drive too far away We're like we're not going outside of like maybe
1: an hour or two were you trying to get to that spot in el cerrito which spot i don't remember what it's called it's a, it's like a weird crag that's like just like in a neighborhood like in a residential area
0: no, I just was going. There's one not too far from me, actually, like a mile from my house, and up in the Berkeley Hills. And there's a ton of climbing up there. It's like the stuff I was working on before the quarantine happened. But yeah, it's 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 gonna be interesting. Like the there's a bunch of stuff that came out recently because I think now that everyone's getting like stir crazy, and now that things are starting to open up a bit more. Uh, um there's some people have started posting some like different guidelines or some recommendations for things of how to like recreate responsibly um outside put out an article that talks about what the future of adventure travel looks like and it's just a long article that just discusses sort of how we're going to go back how we're going to transition back to like normal outdoor culture basically and the, the kind of key takeaway from it is that it's basically maybe going to be like returning stages, kind of like the phasing that we're doing here in California. But first off, doing like exploring first stage, exploring where we live. So staying local, staying nearby, which is kind of what we've been going on, like pretty much this whole time, like exploring local, like not going any place you have to drive, not too far away. Um, second one is taking road trips to like state parks and beaches. Which, again is sort of if you live happen to live near a state park or a state beach like you already have access to that if you, if you are like furball you have and you have Yosemite in your backyard <laughs> you can already do that obviously uh and then but now we're starting to move into more like the th- the later stages where it's like on um, stage three going on interstate road trips to national parks river trips and hikes I,
2: I do you think that we're like there or people are just taking themselves there I
0: it's 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 kind of confusing because it's it's sort of um the recommendations, the official like state recommendations, the CDC recommendations, uh, they are starting to transition between like stage two and or phase two and phase three and some, and th- those really vary from place to place. In California, like I did, we're in phase two still officially. We started, we went into phase two on May 8th. And the goal is to maybe by June, as early as June 1st, we'll be in stage three. And that's and that that's when more things will be opened up, a lot more resources open up. But it really just depends on the area. But I think partly is, is because of the sort of, the health expert opinions and cdc recommendations and but it also definitely is just people just being tired of being indoors and just yeah. wanting to get the fuck out and we're just like diluting ourselves into thinking it's okay and safe
2: yeah i mean like i feel like it, even in stage three you're still supposed to be limiting like non-essential travel right yeah so like if you're a california resident like visiting a national park outside of your immediate community is not essential travel for anyone
1: Unless you're a suicide risk and then you can do it. So <laughs> unless it's unless your <laughs> mental health depends on it.
0: Unless it's the only thing keeping you going. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, and it's so, like they don't do a very good job about wanting exactly what essential means or like, you know, your local community can be so subjective, especially if you live in like, like even for me, I have to drive 20 minutes to get into Yosemite Valley, but there's nothing actually in my backyard to do. Whereas like, if you live, you know, in maybe like Salt Lake city or somewhere where you have, an access of um you can access a trail network like a mile outside your house that's you know that's also your local community but like maybe driving 25 minutes in that instance would bring you actually outside of your community so i mean it's it's like very confusing because it's all relative which i think makes it easy for people to make excuses
1: about it yeah take it from someone that works at a coffee shop the the definition of essential is very wide and loose <laughs> yeah
2: you don't think coffee is essential what's the most essential drink you made this week
1: um i feel like we should be banning decaf right now because it's definitely <laughs> not essential if you're coming in and getting a decaf drink yeah Absolutely. that's just for taste that's like that.
2: purely for indulgence it's not for there, yeah. Yeah.
1: health. yeah yeah
0: you should only you should only be allowed to get a, a drink at a coffee shop if you are literally having caffeine withdrawals and having terrible headaches and about to blackout.
1: yeah <laughs> there's there's a guy that comes in every morning and gets to gets an extra hot cortado And he gets that extra hot because he says he has to travel with it, like he's taking it somewhere. So I've made up this whole narrative in my head about how he has like a sick wife, and he's (laughs) sweetly bringing her a cortado every day, and it makes my day have a little bit more meaning.
2: Yeah, see, that's essential. You are are a hero, a frontline hero.
1: Yeah, who knows what's really going on with it? Probably (laughs) not that, but...
0: But yeah, like I think that's the goal, though, is that phase three and four, like that's when non-essential shit starts getting opened up. Like that's, And it's, it's not like a – there's not like a strict guideline that we're going to hit, a point we're going to hit, and every single place is going to be safe. Like it's going to be different from area to area, state to state, even neighborhood to neighborhood, I've heard in some cases. Um, it really depends. Um, but back to the outside thing, they're – the next step would be making the fourth stage later on would be making short domestic air trips to wilderness destinations. So finally being able to like fly some places. Cause that's, so for me, that's the kind of like the big one is there's a lot of stuff I want to do, but like getting to there is what's the difficult part of it. Like the local stuff, like I, I would still live within driving distance of a lot of like cool backpacking stuff and some of the bigger trips I had planned, but like some of the the more serious stuff like where you have to fly like that shit's terrifying like getting into a plane with the recycled air with potentially a bunch of sick people from all over and going to another
1: part of the country like that that seems like the highest risk
3: Mm
0: -hmm. thing to do
1: yeah dude i want to go see i had a niece that was born when all this started and i haven't met her yet where and i'm like dying in indiana Sweet. I'm, like, dying to get back there, but I'm not, like, my sister is trying to be real careful. She's one of, like, six people in the entire state that are taking this seriously. Yeah. And uh, I'm, like, I can't get on an airplane and, like, fly there and then go, like, hold her baby when she's not even letting, like, the grandparents hold it and stuff. Down. Yeah,
0: and that, that that was that's also the worry too is that you if you were to go visit her like if you flew there you'd have to if, if you would fly there and then you have to quarantine for like two weeks to make sure that you weren't sick and didn't catch anything on just the flight there, and then you'd be able to do that. So, and that's that I think what's happening with a lot of like outdoor travel stuff, is that later on if you do fly someplace for for like some of these backpacking trips or adventure travel stuff, you'd have to like fly there and then self-quarantine for a bit and then actually be able to do it. And that's really the only way to like be sure that you'd be fine because the worst thing that could happen is that you fly somewhere like backpacking somewhere remote and then you get sick in the backcountry and then you're totally fucked.
3: Yeah,
2: that's terrifying. How many people are actually doing that though? Like willingly self-quarantining for... Maybe if you're a good person like Jordan, you would, but... I have a feeling most people aren't.
1: My I like the idea of just committing to not calling search and rescue. Just committing to death.
2: <laughs> but they still have to pack out your body. It's still not LNT. It's not LNT to die in the wilderness.
1: Don't but
0: don't they could take wait. a rest. Don't take a beacon. Have a, have it in your will. Have a do not resuscitate order on you.
1: Yeah, and they can come get your body after a two-week period of uh letting it settle (laughs)
2: Yeah, that's still like all those people in the recovery effort have to hang out when they might not have otherwise had to interact
1: no you should
0: just tell people you're not going and then no one will know where you are
1: yeah don't don't tell anyone where you are or what your plans are
2: what about what happens when a hiker (laughs) comes across your body or they're like they're like you're like on an off route or like an off trail route and somebody on the jmt is like what's that red rain jacket next to that find a
0: Find the closest
1: bear dan and sacrifice yourself to them. Yeah, drown yourself in a river.
2: Do they eat uh rain jackets?
1: Probably. I don't know. All my shit is black.
2: Oh, perfect.
0: <laughs> That's switch all your gear to camo so no one can ever find it.
1: Yeah. I've thought about posing as a bushcrafter and going out so I'm not like sullying the name of backpackers. They're like, oh, look at that asshole bushcrafter. But <laughs> secretly, it's me. Carry a machete. It's a it's hollow, though, and it's, like, filled with my trekking poles.
0: <laughs> yeah. And the last thing is going to be international travel. Uh, that's that's going to be, like, the last thing that we're going to be able to do, which, I I mean, if you're planning on going somewhere else, that's I feel like that can wait. I feel like this is the
1: year where, like, a lot of these things can
0: wait.
2: Yeah. I haven't even renewed like my for, passport in, like, two years.
1: That can be hard for people, though, because that's the same as, like, the people that had to cancel their through hikes. Like, a lot of people... Uh Traveling internationally can be like a once in a lifetime opportunity. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for the people that have like shit planned way in advance and stuff
0: <laughs> there's yeah. that one post on the John Muir Trail page where the woman was talking about how like oh some people wait until their kids grow up and they have to save up money in order to do this and it's a once like they've been waiting decades in order to be able to do this like oh my god your life sucks yeah this this should not be a once in a lifetime
2: if your life is gonna suck so bad because you have to cancel your 200 mile through hike this summer like you need to get some other shit going on
1: yeah i mean i agree that they're being like entitled babies if they're like really throwing a fit about that but i do empathize with it people i mean i I empathize but the context was
2: like have they given because it was it was in the context of like trips and permits and stuff being canceled and the lady was like have they given any consideration to the fact that like you know some of us have worked our whole lives you know with the dream of doing the john Muir trail and like yeah no you don't you don't deserve like a permit more than the next guy just because like you had a shitty job you hated for 40 years
3: yeah Yeah.
0: and i think the same thing with like international travel or just any kind of travel in general if you're like been if it's like recreational travel that you've been like planning for a long time to do is like yeah it sucks but like just wait wait a bit like I I don't know like or make another change in your life where that's not like you're the only thing you have to live for yeah
3: yeah
2: I uh my mom I'm turning 30 next summer and my mom's turning 70 so we have a we're we're not sure where we're gonna go but we're gonna do something big in 2021 as long as uh we can travel internationally again
0: unless another pandemic breaks out
2: yeah maybe it won't she wants to do the the french part of the camino but like not the actual camino part where you finish at Compostela. she just wants to do the part where you like walk through medieval france and just like drink wine all day and like eat food that other people cooked for you and speak french <laughs> and then once she wants you to, once like we get to spain she's like doesn't want to do it anymore
1: Is She racist <laughs> Against the Spanish. the Spanish? No, she just like loved, she would,
2: like rather speak French, and I think she just really likes that area of France that like the that part of the trail goes through. I don't know. But, like me being like a hiker, I'm like I'd rather do just Spain because then I could like finish at the end. Like because people start from all over, and I mean, I wrote a paper about the. Trail itself in grad school, but like traditionally, you would leave your own house to do a pilgrimage. Like you would walk from your front door all the way to the church. So there's all these routes that connect in like different kind of interstate type, um like major routes. So yeah, traditionally you you could start from anywhere and finish in Spain. But like I'd you rather start
1: that way. Verbal,
2: I have to leave you my house.
1: Leave your house <laughs> and walk to a boat, and then ride a peloton <laughs> the whole time you're on the boat. <laughs> I mean, do the, the,
3: the
2: <laughs> no but for me i think the motivation would be like getting to like the terminus, you know like the actual church but i think for her she just wants to like walk on cobblestones and drink wine all day so
1: that's
0: fair yeah she just wants to be like a, a basic wine mom
2: yeah but you know well, if hold I, on you said she's gonna
0: fine. be
1: 70 though right yeah which is I mean, fine I think that's she's pretty fair it, yeah yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah it'd be a, i mean it, it might be fun it'd be it'd be like a different It'd be a challenge for me for sure to like slow down because they're like they only do like ten to twelve miles a day. You know, you like sleep in. Other people cook your food. I don't know. It'd be different from for me for sure, but it might be fun.
0: Do the like the twenty four twenty four challenge? Just take like twenty four bottles of wine with you, like, <laughs> for,
1: for twenty four minutes.
2: My mom would be down. I,
1: I just <laughs> if you I'm just mom. imagining uh, plants just yelling at your seventy year old mom, being like <laughs> continuous footpath. <laughs> yeah, it'd be so bad. Your mom and I should not hike together. <laughs> no.
2: i would
0: just be waiting for her at every church. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Hiking with my mom is a challenge for sure. But she's like really cute. She had never been like camping or backpacking or anything before. And then over the last few years since I did the AT, we've done a couple like one nighters where we'll just do like, you know, mate, like I think the longest we've gone is like six miles in and then we camp in the afternoon and then we just hike out the next day. But like, it's, it's kind of cute. She hikes really slow, which is frustrating for me. because Like I've discussed before, I'm not a very, very patient person, especially when it comes to hiking, but it's kind of cute. She's like never been an outdoorsy person. Now she's like, I see that the trail has had such an effect on you and I want that. And now she like hikes and is down to do like little overnights and stuff. It's really adorable.
1: That's super cute. I took my mom to Big Basin for her first hike and she made it like three quarters of a mile. <laughs> and she was like, I did not realize this was going to be uphills.
2: <laughs> yeah, my mom's really struggles on the hills, but like I make her carry her own stuff like I have all this extra gear. Nice. So like she carries, you know, her, her sleeping bag and her pad and stuff. And she she handles it pretty well.
1: <laughs> I took my dad on like a three day trip and immigrant. And uh, I planned this 43 mile loop over three days because he was all talking about like how he's in really good shape and stuff. <laughs> and I had to uh, cut it down to 21 miles. Like luckily, it was a loop that I like planned on some good bail points for us. Mm -hmm. Did you know, like at
2: the end of day one, that you weren't gonna make it? Like, when when did you realize that it wasn't gonna turn out as planned?
1: Day one, yeah, yeah. day one, (laughs) I
2: changed our plans. Like hour one,
1: no, it wasn't hour one, but like he was doing really well, and then his uh, his knee started acting up Hmm. on the first day, like eight miles in. We were night hiking on day one, (laughs) on like an eight or nine mile day, (laughs) and. But it's funny because he's a he's a dad, so he still like tells everyone he went on a 43 mile backpacking trip. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, the route was planned for 43 miles, but you didn't do it. You did 21.
0: Class oh, I'm family. jealous. Your guys's parents are all will do and and told you. Yeah, my dad's dead, so he he can't do. This Mine
2: is too. Don't make this about you.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, dead dad club.
2: There's a club.
3: The dead dads club, and you can't be in it until you're in it
1: look at jordan with his living
0: ass dad
3: whoop, whoop. <laughs> loser
1: <laughs> well my parents were young when they had me so
2: don't oh, mind we how old
1: yeah mine, mine were mine were children themselves yeah
0: i'm sure
2: Plants, does your mom uh, like do stuff outside
0: no not really she she's too busy working all the time
2: mm.
0: even now with the social distancing stuff
1: she, although when we start our gear company she's going to be our slave <laughs> Yeah, she's gonna
0: be <laughs> doing all our gear for us. She's gonna be making everything. Once we start getting into that quilt game, yeah, she's gonna be doing everything herself.
1: Yeah, so she's like heavily involved in the outdoors.
2: <laughs> she's in the industry. She's an industry professional.
1: Yeah, she's she will be as involved in the
0: outdoors as most of the people who make cottage gear.
2: As involved yeah. as Jordan,
0: hmm.
2: who just buys gear <laughs> and reviews it. Yeah. That's
0: a joke. All right. uh, should we talk a little bit about this recreate responsibly thing?
2: You mean recreate kind of thing.
0: recreate responsibly
2: wait recreate responsibility
0: procreate responsibly procreate wrap it up number one wrap it up
2: wait was was the was hashtag recreate responsibly a thing at all prior to this or is this brand new
0: I don't think so. I think this is a thing that this this organization started. It's it's RecreateResponsibly.org. It's also just a new organization, which I think is sort of like a, it's a collab between like REI and a bunch of other groups.
2: Mm-hmm. It's kind um, of just like very, very on point and current Leave No Trace information. Mm-hmm. And like- There's
0: a little bit of ex- an expansion ethics. of Leave No Trace. It's like one of the little slides is Leave No Trace, but it's mm-hmm. basically this, this organization is kind of promoting like this idea of- uh, Recreating responsibly, getting outdoors again, but also doing it in not a shitty way. Yeah. Then um, they have basically six recommendations that are pretty. Most of the stuff's like, it's funny because, like, this shit, like, if you think about it, it's just very obvious, very simple stuff. But I'm sure there's people who are looking at this and just have no clue that these are kind of things they should be
3: doing.
2: Well, it's funny because I saw so many people repost this, but one of the things is to, like, Stay close to home, <laughs> and like my yeah. same friends are reposting this as who are traveling like five hours to go hike. It's like,
3: mm. yeah.
0: The first slide is know before you go. Check the status of the place you want to visit. If it's closed, don't go. If it's crowded, have a plan B, which is uh, like a pretty a pretty good one. That's what I have been doing a lot lately. Here, even local trails, just going there enough like too crowded or if they're like single track trails where you can't really space out too well it's just like it's a good idea to just find a different
1: spot. Yeah, we've been doing that too. Just like if the parking lot's full, we just find another spot.
0: Yeah. The the place I went to today cuz it's Memorial Day weekend was pretty packed. The parking lot in the morning was pretty packed, but it's also really nice cuz the first few miles are just like this wide fire road, so there's plenty of spacing and things and then most people peter out because the the area itself is kind of shitty, so nobody wants to go that far anyway. So It was was nice. Once we we got a few miles out, it was totally fine.
2: Yeah, I feel like this is the perfect time to, like, really exhaustively explore every single fucking trail that's close to you. Like, I don't know, I feel like people put off a lot of their more local hikes in favor of more popular ones that are maybe far away. But if if there's, like, ever a time to check out even the shitty trails near you, it's now. Like, because they might turn out to not be that shitty, and then you might have a resource close to you that's super nice to have and know about.
0: The, that's the second slide is uh, practice social, di- physical distancing. Um, so adventure with only your immediate household. Don't meet up with friends, basically just have just have people you're close with. Be prepared to cover your nose and mouth and give other space if you are sick, stay home and uh, staying close to home. So that's the kind of going with what, what you were saying for a ball of just like, yeah, it's a great time to check out local spots. It's kind of nice, like, I'm in, very privileged that live near a bunch of trails, too, even though some of them aren't so great, and I think the three of us both have made it a point to live near somewhere we have classes to outdoors, but I think for a lot of people, there are a lot of local trails. There's, like, bike paths, there's local trails. Like, there's there's a lot of shit out there that's that's kind of nice to explore that you can do just from your from your front door,
3: which mm-hmm. is nice.
0: It's just, like, just having that opportunity to check that out, thinking of it as an opportunity to check out local air stuff. Yeah. The going back one to the practicing physical distancing is that one's a little bit harder obviously especially if you're on smaller local trails like single track trails um being prepared to cover your nose and mouth and giving other space is is really funny um so that kind of ties into um the skirka post about oh it. yeah uh, a friend of the podcast sandra skirka <laughs> made a post about uh, a sign he saw in boulder that basically said to wear a mask while outdoors and uh, his argument against it was that we should be promoting more other other things like physical distancing staying home and that wearing a mask outdoors that there hasn't been really any cases shown of uh, transmissions in the outdoors or there's no been no studies that say that it's you can transmit it in the outdoors which is uh, the
1: virus is like three months old. there's been no studies on anything hardly yeah <laughs> like.
0: and and to me that's so that kind of that one in particular is really funny because there's so many people that just seem to be so vehemently against wearing a mask outdoors or outside and or just in general, obviously, but if they're outdoors, like today on my hike, I saw so many people without masks on, and it just seems really stupid to me like it's just. The I'm trying to think of like the mindset that goes into that of just like being refusing to wear a mask just while you're outdoors when you're gonna be in a crowded, potentially crowded space or just in a space where there's other gonna be other people who you don't know if they're sick or anything like that.
1: Dude, I probably Uh, spent like three hours last night watching videos of Karen's at Trader Joe's. Me too. We are the same subreddit,
2: dude.
1: (laughs) Dude, just screaming at the managers that they it's their right as an American to not wear a mask.
2: Yeah, and they all threatened. I can't understand
1: being that mad. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand the, that idea.
0: It, it seems to be a lot of Karens who are just and were just like, don't tell me what to do. Like, I refuse to wear a mask. I'm a I'm a I'm a citizen. God damn it. Like, I don't you, you can't tell me what to do. I've never experienced any real oppression or inconvenience in my life. And this is now causing me some kind of inconvenience. So now I'm I'm being oppressed.
1: Yeah. yeah and every time I go into Trader Joe's With my dick out those same Karens try to call The cops on me <laughs> It's wild double standards
0: Like they don't have to wear a mask Jordan does not have to wear pants
1: It is wild that they Can't see that like there's tons Of laws in America about like shit You yeah. have to do like what are they talking About and yeah. Trader Joe's Is a company like it's Not it's not like you're going to the courthouse And practicing free speech they can kick you out For whatever they want
0: yeah. yeah, it's a private business. They can make up their own rules about any of that stuff, and it, and so that's like that's one of the mindsets. The other one it, that's really funny to me is this idea that it's a form of government control <laughs> that the government is using this as a way to <laughs> control people. Like first they start with the mask,
3: and they tattoo
0: <laughs> a barcode on your on your forearm. Next thing you know, they're completely con- in control of everything you do. Like wake up sheep, yeah, which. Which is really funny because most of the people who are who think that are people who don't give a shit about the actual things the government is doing to control people. Yeah, <laughs> and the constant surveillance, the, the Patriot Act, renewing it constantly, like all these things that are that are just the media in general, and just all these things that are actual tools of social control. Like asking people to wear a mask is not one of these things.
1: It's actually better because then the uh, facial recognition software isn't working on, like, a lot of the CCTV uh, yeah. cameras and shit. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the government can't recognize you. Yeah, wearing a mask rules.
2: The point a lot of people made on Skirka's post was just, like, dude, it doesn't matter if, it, if nothing's, like, proven or whatever. It's, like, people feel better if everyone's in a mask. And it's such a fucking minor thing to do. Like, if you're going to enjoy the outdoors, like just have that modicum of respect for fellow human beings who prefer that you wear the yeah. mask and just put it on just while you're fucking passing them is like all that I've really heard people are asking people to do. Like you don't have yeah. like wear the buff around your neck and then just pull it up when you're passing somebody. It's like, it takes one fucking second and like it's not worth making such a fucking stink over it. Yeah.
1: yeah. I like a lot of Skurka's kind of like controversial takes on stuff sometimes. Like I think it's at least brings interesting conversation, but this one I was pretty disappointed because it, I just feel like okay, if you don't want to wear a mask, just don't wear one. Just shut the fuck up about it, though. Like, quit blasting out to all your followers that like this. Yeah, is a bad
0: and, idea. It, and Skr is is a very like well known and respected like outdoors person, like especially in the backpacking world. Obviously, like he his, his, his the things that he posts carry a lot of weight whether or not it's a good thing is, you know, different, but if you post something like this, a lot of people are going to think of it as like gospel and think of it like, Oh, he's right. I'm not going to wear a mask while I'm outdoors. And, and as far as like there has, there, has, I, yeah, I don't know of any studies that have shown that it, 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 can transmit in the outdoors or anything like that, but there's it's a, not a lot of research has gone into it period, but there you, we do know that having a covering of your face of some kind does prevent you from, both breathing out and inhaling more droplets like it's it's just kind of common sense it does act as a barrier a little bit maybe it's not 100 percent as effective obviously it's like just not being around that but it does work as a kind of barrier especially if two people have it on and if you're if you're outdoors and you're properly social distancing if there's enough space like you don't uh, like, I don't know if you do need to wear a mask it does for me make me feel better if I have a mask on if someone else has a mask on as well too from passing someone and they can uh, they're very obviously like having a mask on and if they're, especially if they're older definitely put that up if I'm just completely alone on a trail it's not a big deal for me to just put it down like a buff or a bandana yeah Yeah, just like you were saying for us, like, it's it's not a big deal. It's like, who gives a shit? Like, and it's just something that make other people feel better and makes you feel better. Like, it doesn't have to be this massive controversial thing.
1: Yeah, it's like extra not a big deal. When you think about how these like outdoor spaces generally work too. like, there's usually a lot of crowds for the first like mile, mile and a half, and then pretty much nobody. So stick your mask on while you're getting warmed up and then you're good to go. Like I know Skirka does like really long runs and hikes. So, you know, 90% of the time he's out there, he can have his mask off and it's fine.
0: If you're sticking like near the trailhead near where you're starting off and there's a pretty crowded area, then yeah, just keep it on as much as you can. Like, I think I'm not saying that everyone should keep it on at all times, no matter what, but I think if you are passing people or around a crowded area, then yeah, it makes sense to just keep it on. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I haven't seen any studies that say that you can get it in a coffee shop. So should I stop wearing mine when I'm serving (laughs) people? Yeah. You should,
0: you should continue um, testing all the drinks that you make too though. Yeah. Giving a little sip
1: to make sure they're good.
2: (laughs) Jordan, do you guys require that people wear them when they come in?
1: Uh, we've got a cool setup with like, uh, we kind of made a makeshift counter at the door so they don't actually come into the shop Albuquerque or New Mexico. Technically it's illegal to be outside without a mask here. Um, but they're not enforcing that. Mm-hmm. which was the weirdest press conference i've ever seen they're like it is illegal and we will not be doing anything about it so, <laughs> yeah. so it's basically not illegal <laughs> that's what most
0: of have been doing I, yeah even here in california is the same thing It was just like you in some counties i was like it's required and it can be enforced it is a finable offense but we won't be doing that
1: yeah so we're getting like most of our customers are wearing masks but we do get people um tends to be like younger people um without masks and i haven't gotten any like arguments with them about it or anything i just don't have the energy for that right now
0: but then you can be on the fuck you karen subreddit
1: yeah -hmm. they're not karens a lot of the time though we don't get a lot of customers like that we have a handful of them but we're a downtown coffee shop those people are all in the suburbs
2: also if you like make the drinks right and you don't fuck up then you never see their wrath like you may have had some that came in but you just like you didn't piss them off so you didn't see it
1: Yeah, I mean, I know that I can think of a handful of them that do come in, but yeah, (laughs) if you, like, coddle them enough, they never complain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Be super sweet to them and get an extra tip. Yeah.
2: Aw. Defeat the Karen.
1: Yeah. Use her for good.
0: (laughs) There's a couple other slides for this for create responsibly thing. Uh, Plan ahead. Prepare for facilities to be closed pack lunch and bring essentials like hand sanitizer and a face covering which again makes sense just carry a face covering um i think especially going outdoors now more important than ever to get a poop shovel or at least a <laughs> bent steak like I, I just got a poop shovel on the rei wait
2: why is that sale. more important than ever
0: because you might not be able to use a bathroom oh right okay. facilities okay. might be closed. i was like yeah. am
2: i gonna get poop on someone if i have to dig my own cowl like
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> If you're doing it right, yes. I kind like it's for burying your body if you uh, <laughs> die of COVID on the train. But like
2: really slowly. I this is an aside and me I don't know if we want to be like a poop podcast, but I I've never owned a poop shovel, and I always just kind of like using my hands because it feels very like animalistic of me. Like I don't, I don't want to sit there. Like I, Alex has a has a trowel, and like I use that on our last camping trip. And I was like, this feels very like like I'm gardening. It feels very like proper to be like digging a little hole with like a shovel. I just like to like dig it like scratch at the ground like I'm like a angry cat.
3: Like a
1: cat. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then I take a dump and hope it makes it in.
1: Yeah, I usually <laughs> like to just dig with my hands, but there's been a few times in some like deserty or tundra terrain that I've really wished I had one.
2: Yeah, it can be tricky.
1: Yeah. I got a one of my I I had on the PCT
0: a deuce of spades and then uh, an Oregon somewhere I leave no trace too well and I found a spot that was so secluded that I couldn't find it again after I realized I forgot my poop shoulder (laughs) I completely lost it oh so after that I I had a I have this bent stake that I use now that's like the perfect like kind of angle for for digging which is nice Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is having a shovel is nice just cuz it does help it does help you just like dig a hole faster and i've yeah. had many a morning where i it's been an emergency like i've had too many of, close like, calls yeah <laughs> i've had too many close calls and too call too many calls that i wish were just close calls
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> i have jose will vouch for this i get so many close calls because i'm always waiting for a spot that has snow so i can wipe with snow
2: i love wiping with snow
1: so i'll like hold it like way past the point of no return to like try to find a good snow patch
2: (laughs) anyways yeah that's that's part of leave no trace which is a slide so we didn't (laughs) go on a tangent that far yeah
0: (laughs) yeah Next one is play it safe, slow down, and choose lower risk activities to reduce your risk of injuries, which is nah, we're not doing that one. This we'll is the one that's the killing
1: ones. me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna do the other ones. But uh we're not gonna choose lower risk activities. Yeah, we
2: don't play it safe with our poop timing, and we're not gonna play it safe with our outdoor activity.
1: Dude, are we doing the Hey Duke or not? Uh I don't know. We'll talk about that. <laughs> no, we can figure it out. <laughs> We need to start and planning, and like pretty operations <laughs> soon.
0: Operations and healthcare resources are both strained. Again, committing. Stop avoiding me. Are, are we doing the
3: hey dude? He's pretending you he can't hear you.
0: <laughs> Sorry, my, my 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 earphones cut off for a second.
1: Dang, you're bailing on me on the hey dude.
0: Yo, it's gonna be your cold. fault when I
1: die out there. Well, as long as you commit
0: to dying, it's fine.
3: Don't You'll strain be so search sad. And
0: rescue resources. Oh, I'd be so sad. And then last one, leave no trace. Obviously, abide by leave no trace rules. Now more than ever, don't pack your trash. Don't don't leave your trash all over the trail. Don't leave your shit all over. Pack your stuff out.
2: Also, trash means don't pick up don't pick up your dog's shit and then leave the fucking bag in the trail. Like it's better if you just leave the shit. That's like my biggest pet peeve. Like, it's better if you just fucking walk away and leave it than if you bag it up and then leave a piece of plastic in the trail. Like, I'd rather just, like, kick some dirt on top of a pile of poop than, like, have to pack out your shit. Also, don't fucking paint rocks. Those are my (laughs) two things.
0: Oh, damn, you have beef with Terry Anderson, then?
2: No, no, I don't mean, like, if if they're in your fucking garden, but, like, don't put painted rocks, like, in the wilderness. I hate that shit. Or in, like, parks and stuff.
1: Oh, I saw a really cute one the other day, though. It said, rest in peace, Spike. And then oh, I spent the rest of the day trying to decide if Spike was a dog or a cactus.
2: <laughs> or a person. No,
0: nah, Spike was, could have been a homie, too. Yeah. That's true.
2: Spike was like, that's the name of the punk dude on Portlandia. Yeah.
1: That's true.
0: <laughs> Damn. R.I.P.
1: Spike. Thinking about you. Yeah. Every I'm day. guessing it was a big cactus that they dug up to put a <laughs> to make a trail. Oh. <laughs> Spiky boy.
3: Mm.
0: There's some other stuff about like the there's a few other articles talk about there's this uh, NPR one that has uh, sort of more guidelines about they they asked a bunch of health experts about whether different activities, the level of risk they were. And then for the purposes of this podcast, the ones that seemed like the most important were attending a religious service, (laughs) high
1: risk,
2: which we all do regularly.
0: (laughs) Yes. If you're listening to this podcast and you don't have Jesus in your life, you're doing something wrong.
1: I have a religious experience every time I'm in the outdoors.
2: I was going to say, I feel like there's some sort of like constitutional, like sovereign citizen type shit you could pull by being like, oh, this Yosemite is my church. Therefore, you have to grant me access to practice my religion there. I am John Mirror. Cathedral Mira.
0: range.
1: <laughs> I'm John Mirror reincarnate. Yeah. I'm trying to go to the cathedral range.
2: Exactly
0: um uh, spending the day at a popular beach or pool low risk so we can get our get our summer tans get our summer bods going
1: oh i found out a friend i have here has a pool so
3: whoa nice
0: you can go yeah. hang out in this pool so happy for me you today outdoor celebration such as a wedding with more than 10 guests medium to high risks hmm. so we can't have any trail weddings sorry jordan oh. i
2: feel like trail weddings usually trail. have fewer than 10 guests so i feel like you're still fine
1: not ours. Ours is gonna be fucking wild. We're gonna have oh, so okay. many people. We're getting married on a portal ledge on El Cap. Oh. It's gonna be extremely high risk.
2: Who is is there room for a third person up there to like officiate?
1: We're gonna have a lot of portal
0: ledges. It's gonna be really cute. Oh, yeah. okay.
2: Oh, that is cute. Like one is in the middle, like it's like the altar, and then the, both the parties just go yeah. out. Everyone's on like a different route, but like far away.
1: Oh <laughs> Jimmy Chen's our weather wedding photographer. Nice.
3: Yeah.
0: Using a public restroom, low to medium risk. So just don't shit in public restrooms. Or,
1: I feel like that's I mean, always a low to medium risk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, <no.
0: laughs> Letting a friend use your bathroom, low risk. Mm. Jordan, let me use your bathroom. Come they here. said it's fine. I
1: need someone to belay me. <laughs> I can go to
0: New Mexico and you use your bathroom. Just I can just say that it's low risk because I'm using your bathroom. Yeah. Uh, going to a vacation house with another family, also low risk, so which is great because that means I can visit either of
1: you. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. two are my vacation houses.
3: Ooh.
2: Going camping, low risk.
1: You're uninvited until you tell me if we're doing the Hey or not.
2: He doesn't <laughs> no, want to go to Albuquerque anyway. He's visiting me first, Jordan.
1: Yes, that's
0: true. Getting a haircut, medium <laughs> to high risk, no haircuts. Jordan just shaved his head. So did I. Well, I can yeah. see half my head. <laughs> that was the easiest way to do it.
1: I shaved my head and most of my face. It's fucking hot here. Why mm-hmm, did I move to yeah. the desert? <laughs> move to the desert right before summer. <laughs> I'm gonna get skin cancer for sure. Yeah. Like I was gonna get it, but now I'm definitely gonna get it.
0: We're all gonna get cancer, skin cancer, all kinds of cancer. But
2: plants, you're not. Cancer. You wear sun gloves.
0: I wear sun gloves. I wear. I'm like, I, just, I need to get that sun hoodie. I wear long pants, sun hoodie. <laughs> I got that JMT look.
3: Yeah, yep. you do. Long two, pants. Two big ones. What?
0: going camping, low risk. Yeah, we're good. We can go camping. Nothing's open, but we can go camping when things open or just go on BLM land, just live out there for 14 days. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then exercising outdoors, low risk.
2: I mean, I feel like a lot of these activities though, it's not like, it's not like inherently going camping. It's like all the stuff that entails, that goes along with going camping. It's like, who are you going with? Where did they come from? How long did you travel to get there? And like, in what types of places did you go on your way out? Like, It's not just like, yeah, obviously, like sleeping in a fucking tent, like 50 feet away from my friend who's also sleeping in a tent in that moment is not dangerous, but it's like, I feel like this is kind of misleading.
3: Yeah.
0: So, yeah, again, it's the caveat that it really does, it matters like who you're going with. Like, it's not just a blanket statement of saying like camping is safe and fine. It's like depending on who you're going with.
2: And they, and they, and they mentioned too that like sleeping in a tent with someone from who's not in your household is high risk. So, like, that's a fine print sleep in your
0: Bivvies own These are fine though feel free to cuddle on a bivy
1: all of these are wildly arbitrary like the, <laughs> like going to like using your friend's bathroom yeah could be extremely high risk if your friend is also going out and doing all this other shit it's not social distancing. right and is your like, friend
2: like staying in your house for six hours but like the bathroom is the scary part like but but they were just on the couch like six feet away from you
0: now your friend yeah. was in the neighborhood and then just had to shit and then just decided to use your bathroom. Yeah, you they have to wait outside travel. while they go in your house. <laughs> or stay six feet apart an entire time in your apartment.
2: I wonder if there's like a a line or like a YouTube series we could make of testing like different sh- uh, camping shelters and whether or not like how, like how people have rated the effectivity of like certain masks like on on protecting you. I wonder if you cuz you're obviously like more protected in like a double wall tent than you would be in like mm. a you know like a tarp situation. But like how do we qualify quantify Are you that? wait, are
0: you protected <laughs> from the outside world in a double wall shell, or like inside? Like cuz if well, you're like inside if with someone else hey, you like if two people set be- up
2: their you know their their fly creeks or whatever right next to each other, they're both one's sick and one's not, I assume the risk of the other person getting sick is lower than if they just both had tarps right next to each other because they're really not, they're still just six feet apart. There's nothing, there's no barrier.
1: Let's go one step further and say that uh, even a two-person double-walled tent is safer because there's less condensation. So. Oh, it's all about the droplets. <laughs> less,
3: less droplets.
1: Droplets are the enemy. Yeah,
2: they are. That
0: should be the selling point for like Big Agnes. That should be the new tagline. Yeah. Why
2: are not yeah, they marketing the this droplets. already? Why aren't they doing the thing that all corporations are doing and somehow making this, turning this into like a money-making time?
1: I'm sure they are. <laughs> if they know what's
2: good
0: for. Them. Oh, now I'm curious. Let's check out Big Agnes' yeah. website to <laughs> see what they see. Let's click their banner of seeing what they have to do, how they're handling COVID.
2: In these challenging times. For
1: Nadia, I have an I have an alternate idea to your YouTube channel. All right, what is it? It's a Pornhub channel right. where we try to spit into each other's mouths from six feet away.
2: <laughs> Wait, but isn't spitting... That's kind of a moot point because spit is fine, right? As long as there's no droplets.
1: Wait, yeah, the spit fine. is the droplet.
2: <laughs> but a... I feel like they're different.
1: Now Are we're they? getting into them. Because you have to
2: breathe it in. You can't just like swallow it. You
0: know what I mean? Okay. You can also get it in your eyes, too.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like, if (laughs) I were to, like, share a lollipop with someone who is sick, that's lower risk than if they were to, like, cough near me. Right? Uh,
1: I can't get off unless there's droplets and spit.
3: (laughs) 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 All right. Never mind.
0: (laughs) Big Agnes doesn't have anything about COVID. They don't care about their consumers. They're giving free shipping. That's just a Memorial Day sale. That's not a COVID sale.
2: Dang. I did just buy some stuff in a. Oh, I guess it was Memorial Day sale. Never mind. The Garage Grand Deer yep. had a few companies do like a sale last week, but I guess it was Memorial Day. That makes sense now.
1: So, Big Agnes is officially COVID deniers.
2: <laughs> you heard her. No. <laughs> big response. Agnes
0: doesn't think you need to wear a mask
1: at any point. Yeah.
2: We're going to get sued. By who? Big Agnes.
1: Bring it on. We don't use their shelters. Big anyway. Big Agnes, big tent. <laughs>
2: I did use a Big Agnes tent. Big once. Ten industry free of us. <laughs> we should start an LLC just to protect ourselves. Anyway. What did you
0: get on your REI Memorial Day sale? I got something a new: something more fun.
2: Patagonia t-shirt, new Patagonia shorts, and a Katadyne B-Free.
0: Get that beef free, I'm proud of you. We're yeah. gonna be free. It's, I took it with me on my hike today, it's, it's very useful, it's so fast. Use it, but it's nice so to have, fast. Yeah.
2: But I was reading the instructions, so like everyone's beef with it is that it slows down really fast, right? But the instructions yeah. say that you have to clean the filter every five liters, which is like one day if you're on a through hike, you're supposed to clean the filter,
0: yeah. And then the cleaning process is also not, it's not very effective, like you have yeah. to swirl it around. Like well, it can't says that you can, it, you it says, just it says that you can like it.
2: shake it but like how much and it doesn't really give any specific yeah guidelines and also
0: means you probably have to carry another container with clean water to clean it off i don't know i just i don't know yeah you can't just shake it inside the bottle because otherwise it would be back it would be clean like every time basically you have to use actual already filtered water to find a different source
2: yeah i don't know if i plan on using it for like super long hikes but for like an overnight it's like perfect
0: yeah little adventure runs overnighters that yeah, seems mm-hmm. fine for like a long through hike to we'll stick to this Okay but
2: do you find that the tactile sensation of the soft bladder bottle is like very odd? The what? The tactile the, sensation the, of the bottle?
0: Of the the limp dick water <laughs> bottle material that it's made of. Yeah. yeah. It's
2: like yeah.
1: <sighs> Every time I see is. runners with those it just looks like they have like used condoms full of water that they're sucking yeah. down. <laughs> Cadenine's patented foreskin technology.
0: <laughs> it's 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 disgusting. It's like the worst feeling thing. I have yeah. another. Um, I do have another soft flask that I use with the running vest uh, and also with the handheld. So I bought a handheld that came with a soft flask, and it's the stupidest design. Like soft handhelds are not meant to be held with anything other than a hard bottle because yeah. it just it just feels like a
1: limp dick in your hand. <laughs> oh, what if it was one of those things that you get when you're a kid where it's like a. Tube filled yeah. with water, and it might have some like plastic sparkles and seahorses Stuff in it. Stuff that people used and... to fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want that, but a filter on the end.
2: But then, what happens <laughs> when you start drinking the water? Then it's just get like it, at first it's like nice and firm, but then like as you start drinking all the water, it would get so floppy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I
0: guess that you have to take into account for that refractory period. You gotta you gotta give it time. You can't judge it. You
1: can't stare at it like that. Or you could just push rope. <laughs> <laughs>
2: i think i'm gonna i don't know if i'm gonna be able to handle it if it's like ever half full i think i'm just gonna like fill it up and then like use that water and like filter that water into another container so like i think for me the bottle's only ever gonna be completely full or completely empty
1: i think the president of the united states officially endorsed my bleach method so i'm gonna stick with that
2: (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to drink bleach
1: it fucks up your entire
0: microbiome because yeah. it kills everything.
1: No, yeah. it's already in your water. It's in tap water already.
2: Yeah, but it's not in my glacial water.
1: Well, I don't fil- I don't put it in my glacial water. Yeah, that's either. pure. Yeah,
3: plants
1: <laughs> just, though. I do filter it. This even
0: better. Uh, I got to shame plants for being responsible
1: <laughs> <laughs> for
0: for knowing way too much about pathogens and yeah. being terrified of them.
2: I feel like I yeah. once, I saw something scientific that, like, Giardia has not been found ever above, like, a certain elevation, but I don't remember what it is, but that's what I have in my mind every time I drink Giardia at elevation. I'm just like, oh, I read a study once that said that Giardia doesn't exist up here.
0: A study you don't remember that you vague, that's yeah. even, like, vague <laughs> yes. snob, that you didn't actually read, exactly. it's just, like, the headline somewhere.
2: Yep.
1: In the Sierra High Route Guidebook by Steve Roper, uh, who's definitely an expert on pathogens, uh, and it was written in like 1970 he said that um all the alpine lakes in in the sierras have they find you in it but it takes a certain amount of cysts per gallon to mm-hmm. like infect an average adult human and it's like way below the threshold but that was in the 70s so who knows now yeah yeah I'm more inclined
0: to drink like glacial water or like high altitude water, but we were when well, on the Colorado Trail. We were just drinking water from like just low level streams, to, like <laughs>
2: no,
0: road runoff.
2: Sometimes <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Mm, I usually filter if it's below like nine thousand, maybe. But like everything on the Colorado Trail is so high. I did filter if it was like really low, or if we were near a town or livestock or anything like that. But, like, I didn't filter at least half the time. Probably two-thirds of the time.
1: Furball's, like, standing in a creek that's running directly behind portalettes and, like, drinking <laughs> yeah. the water. And, like, <laughs> yeah. we're at 11,000 feet.
0: Yeah. Going behind the, port, the, the privy and just getting yeah. from, the, from the source. I mean, I
2: have yet to get sick. So, I probably have the strongest fucking gut bacteria ever. So, you're going to talk plants. You're going to talk shit about Jordan drinking bleach. But, like, guess what? You know, we got that healthy microbiome. So...
0: Well, Jordan doesn't. Jordan doesn't have anything inside his, his, his microbiome except like leftover Dorito, uh,
1: Dorito crumbs. <laughs> no, my microbiome is good, dude. It's legit.
2: <laughs> from all those glaciers uh, on the Arizona Trail.
1: Alright, back to the uh, worst episode we've ever done. Jose, what did you get at the REI sale? I hey.
2: got
0: pants. This is definitely not the worst episode.
2: <laughs> yeah, now it is. God dang
0: it. I got pants. I'm really excited. I got the REI Savannah pants.
2: Only losers wear pants. Long
0: time. I made a very long li- a list of different pants comparison, and <laughs> I finally settled on a pair.
1: Are those the ones I have?
0: I think you have the roll-ups. You think you have the Sahara roll-ups.
2: No, Jordan, okay. do you wear pants too?
0: Sometimes. Hell oh, yeah. Panking.
2: Get out. No.
0: Dude, I'm so white. He's Dude. so
3: white.
1: He's very white.
3: Yeah. Ugh.
0: <gasps> He's a
1: little I didn't used to wear pants, but it's so nice not to have to stop and put sunscreen on your dirty legs every like two hours.
2: Mm, yeah, yeah, I just don't.
1: Yeah. Well, talk about privilege.
2: (laughs) 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 I'm not that tan. I just like, on the PCT, I just let myself get like an outrageous sunburn on my calves the first couple days. And then after that, Mm. it tanned and then it was fine. And then I never put sunscreen on my legs again.
1: No, I wear uh, like running shorts instead of underwear. Yeah. Um, So I'll like pop off my pants. That's why you just
0: get the the cut offs. Then you don't have to do that. No,
1: cut-offs are so
0: dope-ass cutoffs. Get
2: out! No. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, with the tall socks. What oh else did you get? God. Oh, I got some carabiners. The big, the big purchase was the pants. For <laughs> the carabiners. <laughs> nice.
2: What about you, Jordan?
1: Uh, I got a sun hoodie. All right. Uh, a, shit, a shit shovel. Some tenacious tape.
3: Ooh. And That's
1: what else? I got? Oh yeah, Swiss Army knife because I not I lost mine.
3: Nice. No. Aww. Aww.
2: Nice. I made some other gear purchases. Well, I made a bunch of food purchases because Garage Groom Gear had a big sale on food. And I got really excited about vegan backpacking food. But also just, like, the company that I like, is it's Food for the Soul. And I've, I talked about them before. They're not a sponsor, but they should be. Uh, they make, like, they're all vegan food, but they have a bunch of meals that you can cold soak, which are sweet. Because I was just, like, on a long like a long long day hike or i'm gonna want to like actually sit and have a lunch my usual like go-to cold lunch is just cold instant mashed potatoes but i think like a cold soaked like broccoli miso slaw sounds so fucking good so i bought a bunch of those and i also bought a cool cloth which is like a fancy p-rag oh
1: yeah i'm gonna test it out you're gonna test it out in your house are you gonna
2: no probably hiking Actually, I do. You don't... could be the
1: first YouTube gear review mom. <laughs> and Test out P-rags in your living room.
2: I—I <laughs> I mean, I say I say no, but I actually, when the when the toilet paper scare was like in full force, I was using my P-rag every day because I was like, I don't know how long this roll is going to need to last. But I'm not doing that anymore. No, so. that's
0: what Jordan. That's what we should do for our YouTube channel. Just do P-rag reviews. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Backcountry bidet reviews.
0: Just test out all the different like, shitting and pissing equipment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, packing. that's the entire channel.
1: That works like the Gigi Allen Outdoors channel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I still love the idea that we had. Of making a Pornhub channel, but we just do like backpacking videos on there, but we do like R rated backpacking videos or X rated backpacking videos, like how to have sex in the woods mm-hmm. or how to like how to properly dig a cat hole and shit in the woods.
1: Yeah. And we actually like show shit coming out of an asshole. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Would we get more watchers than we have listeners on this podcast?
1: Oh, 100%, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs>
2: yep. Shit. Oh, we should also talk about... Yeah, we should talk about... We got to talk about the lady who was attacked, quote-unquote, attacked by a bison at Yellowstone.
0: <laughs> Yellowstone. Yellowstone is so awesome. Yellowstone is my new favorite national Honestly, <laughs> yeah. Between this and the last one... Uh, Yellowstone the, is, like, truly in the wild
1: it, west. Yellowstone does not give a fuck about these people. <laughs> no. So tight. I hope a pack of wolves attacks somebody next.
2: <laughs> well, to, uh, I feel like calling it an, an attack is really, like i don't know it's very speciesist of us <laughs>
3: like yeah.
2: the, like she got way too close to a bison and then it like charged at her like that's what fucking happens when you get too yeah. close to a bison like it didn't attack you it was entirely provoked
1: it defended itself yeah that should be yeah
0: that should be this is how the media manipulates things and said, turns us <laughs> against bison
3: yeah
1: it's the same way the media does with uh with the wars that the united states does yeah. it's like oh look this group of rebels is uh, attacking, they're, they're attacking our beautiful troops meanwhile they're just like an independence movement from that country they're like we just yeah. don't want you to like rape our women in our village would, it would be nice us, <laughs>
2: yeah. um, ha- th- have you seen the instagram called tourons of yellowstone because it's mostly shit like this it's like it's like one of my favorite Instagrams, which is influencers in the wild. Except it's very um, like niche content. It's mostly just like videos of people getting way the fuck too close to wildlife to try to take a selfie.
0: I'm looking at it now.
2: Yeah, highly suggest uh, that one. What else did Jordan want to talk about?
1: Uh, the pros and cons of Jose doing the Hey Duke and why he's avoiding me and why oh, I'm avoiding trying to bail you because trip. I'm
0: probably I'm not I haven't decided yet. So here's the thing.
1: All right tell me we talking we talked
0: this whole episode about um adventuring outdoors with recreationing responsibly. I think right now, at least the way things are looking with people being dumb and now going back out and not wearing masks and doing all this shit i'm I'm positive there's gonna be another spike in, in
3: mm-hmm. cases
0: like I'm sure it's gonna happen again like it's just based on everything that's happening and it seems like just based on the the past similar pandemics. That's kind of that's kind of what happens, like especially later on, especially as as some of these regulations are removed. And my worry is that I'm committing to doing a longer through hike like the Hay Duke, which would require me to travel, require me to go to a completely different state. And because and it's not obviously a trail, it's a route that is more remote, it's 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 more unnecessary risk and travel. And i don't feel like very comfortable doing that yet i don't know what things are going to look like in a few months whether or not it's going to be okay to do that if things are going to be you know any semblance of normal and it's like committing to that now is, is doesn't seem realistic especially when my you know what i'm doing now is is working out like and i want to save up a bunch of money for next year so i can do more shit next year
1: baby 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 listen <laughs> the, i agree the second wave's gonna come but we're not doing this thing till the fall so it's gonna a second spike's gonna come it's that's when go it's gonna down. Down. come in the fall no 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 it's gonna come like tomorrow have you seen those photos <laughs> from daytona beach <laughs> that's true. it's gonna be pretty soon yeah and then i if if the second spike is bad enough, which it looks like it's going to be based on the social media I've seen of all these idiots out there with no mask standing shoulder to shoulder, then we'll get that herd immunity. <laughs> and then When's we When's Jose going to get his herd immunity? Yeah, never if he doesn't leave and come to Albuquerque <laughs> and then we drive to Moab and hike the Hayduke. <laughs> are, like, are you gonna? Are you planning
2: dots. on doing like all the caches and stuff?
1: Well, that's why like, I feel like we need to commit to it fairly soon because there's a lot of logistics and stuff. It's not just a go that, hop on I, a trail. I feel
2: like that's why it's a tricky trail to do this year because it's not something that you can cancel on a whim if you decide like, the day before you leave that yeah. things just look too dicey. You already have so much invested that it there's so much pressure to do it. You're going to get it at, like peer pressured by Jordan into doing it.
0: That's what happened earlier. um, There were some people who were already, or this year, there were some people who were already hiking it, who were on their way, who were going through the first section. And then as they were hiking through like the first section, it closed up. So all the counties stopped allowing camping and they had to hike through and get out of there. And then they had to go, to some of these places and get permission from like the local sheriffs to pick up the their caches mm-hmm. and so they didn't just like leave them there for animals or whatever.
1: Long-term.
2: Yeah, that'd
0: All
3: be right, really just hard. Just throwing
1: this out there. Just throwing this out there. It's possible to do the Hayduke without caches. It's just really dangerous and really hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I can't. I, I really want to
0: do it. I think if it doesn't happen this year, I'd probably do it in spring. Spring seems like a better time to do it anyway because there's actually water. Mm-hmm. yeah. oh you you look so sad jordan what will you do
2: if instead or will you just go alone
1: uh i probably won't do that one alone partially because i just think that that route in particular seems a lot more manageable with somebody else yeah and then the other thing is i don't want to do it without jose because we've been talking about doing it together for a long time
0: We've watched the Hayduke route videos so many times together. Yeah. Not like at the same time, but we've been watching it, just happen to be watching it at the same time. We <laughs> text each
3: other right <laughs> it.
1: Well, what are you uh, going to do instead? There's a, is it Brett Tucker or Brett Shucker? I can never remember. Blister Free. Yeah. Uh, made a route that I don't think many people have done called the Great, what's it called? The Northern New Mexico Loop. Great Northern New Mexico Loop, something like that. Uh, it's like 500 miles. It's pretty cool. It starts in Santa Fe at the plaza, like downtown and ends downtown Santa Fe. It goes to the which Hemos is like Mountains an hour and... from
0: you. So it's basically it's just you. It's just a loop around. It's I mean as as far as through hikes go for you, that's as local as you can get.
1: Yeah, it's super local. Yeah, yeah. I could uh, honestly, if I wanted to make it a lollipop, I could hike to the start too. Yeah, and that would leave probably fr- add like well, another 100 miles. Leave, you, leave from
2: your front door like a true pilgrim.
1: Yeah, although the section getting up to Santa Fe from here might be kind of a bummer, but anyway, I'll probably do that if if we don't do the Hayduke because it's something I feel pretty comfortable with doing solo. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I mean, and... I say go for it because that's one of the tenets of recreate, or as Jose would say, recreate responsibly. He's just stay so close <laughs> to home. <laughs>
1: Unless you want to do something with me, Nadia. Uh,
2: maybe. I don't know. I still have a JMT permit for September. Yeah. But I don't know if I if I'll do that.
1: Let's all do the Sierra High, high Route together. Yeah. We'll record I, a live yeah. episode.
2: Oh. Gross.
1: Live from the trail. Yeah
2: correspondence. Just kidding. That already
1: exists. This year sucks. This year sucks for <laughs> doing anything.
0: I'm already, I'm so bummed out. I'm already I've been so depressed for the past few weeks and just having like little depressive episodes or just shut Aww. down entirely for days. And like the I'm I think partly why I can't commit to anything right now is because I don't want to commit to it and get all my hopes up and then say like, oh, I'm so excited to do the Hey Duke or the Sierra High Ride or any of these trails and then they all get canceled last minute and then all yeah. my emotional stability that is depending on being able to do this stuff just, com- it just gets completely taken away and then I just have yeah. no- mm-hmm. another breakdown.
1: See, I feel like I need to commit to something so I can like sit at my computer and plan stuff rather than like just hate being alive.
2: But then I think yeah, like, you get into the hole that I think a lot of PCT hikers got themselves into, which is like they had so much on the line because they had already invested so much energy in it that it was like too hard for them to give that up.
0: Yeah, I, that I think that, that's kind of my mindset too, of just being like, if if anything happens, that's like it's a bonus for this year. Like that's that yeah. that's great. Like if I can actually do anything, right. any long distance hiking, that's that's a win. If if but if I commit to doing something and it doesn't happen. I'll just be I'm going to end up joining one of these still hiking groups (laughs) and be one of those assholes.
2: Well, I guess like Jordan, you could you could be like doing your I I mean, I get I guess I see the point of like still doing research and planning cool trips because like even if you plan this, if you plan all your resupply and your whole route and stuff for the hey Duke and then you don't do it this year, it's like that information's not gone. If, you, if that's still a trail that you want to do, you can still use that research next year.
1: Yeah, I, I know it's true. But like, if I'm not in the mindset of like, oh, I'm actually going to do this, it's going to be hard for me to like have the discipline to do the planning.
2: Yeah. Well I guess you gotta know yourself better than I know you.
1: But
3: yeah. I
2: know for myself if I was if I was to like really invest in planning a through hike, it'd be too hard. I'd be like, nope, I'm going, like fuck you. And then like yeah. in retrospect, I'd be like a still hiking asshole just because I was too yeah. stubborn.
1: Here's what I do know about myself is that whatever I'm doing right now isn't working. <laughs> what
2: do you mean? You had a great like, vegan donut today.
1: <laughs> no, that's the problem, dude. Just today I've had <laughs> I've had a Coca Cola classic. I've had a vegan donut. I've had half a bag of Doritos.
2: Nice.
1: I've had... What else do I have? I've had so much fucking junk food just You had a
2: frozen cookie dough treat.
1: Oh, that was a picture from the other night.
2: Oh, never mind. You lied to us.
1: I didn't lie to you. I didn't say I'm eating this right now.
2: (laughs) You sent a picture and said, dang, this is so good. Sending a picture implies that that's what
0: you're having right now. Yeah.
1: You guys were talking and having fun, and I needed something to chime in with, so I was looking through my camera roll. Oh
2: oh cutie boy i do love our group chat i feel very supported in it it's one of my favorite group chats
0: one of your favorite group chats (laughs)
2: yeah
1: what
2: i said that but then i realized that my other group chats are not really active anymore so but i didn't want it to go to your heads that's right yeah you guys are all i have i only
1: have i only have two going right now it's you guys and one called number one cousins that's just me and my sister and all our cousins oh that's cute damn it
0: sucks having so much of your emotional well-being and mental health depending on uh, outdoor activities
1: i thought it was so healthy before
2: (laughs) i've been trying to like now that i have a job that i really like and a career that i find fulfilling i've been getting a lot more joy through that which is helping me this year because i was like i'm just psyched to have a new job and then even though like i don't have i didn't really even have any adventure planned i was like hoping to maybe do the jmt but like even pre-covid it wasn't even like a real plan so I'm just trying to find more joy and fulfillment in non-physical things cuz also I just like the I just like knowing that if I were to like get fucking paralyzed and never be able to hike again that I wouldn't I wouldn't lose lose it completely like I'd Dude. still have some shit to live for.
1: What you just said is like the opposite of the life i'm living i have like a really good really steady job and i quit to focus on the out like doing more outdoor stuff and now i'm just sitting in my fucking apartment with like (laughs) my minimum wage job and i'm just like i guess i uh fucking ruined my life and uh, (laughs) i think i might get into video games so i can just go into a vegetative state until (laughs) like this is over
3: yeah
0: i've committed that if i end up like paralyzed or when i end up paralyzed from doing some sketchy shit uh (laughs) it's gonna be great because i'm gonna become just one of those inspirational stories i'm I'm still gonna like i'm gonna backpack the i'm gonna do some some long distance trail in a wheelchair and something Oh, i'll just i'll pull you on a poke yeah
2: you could do like bike packing but those crazy bikes that you pedal with your hands
0: Jordan and I are going to be the first like couple to do the, uh, the PCT piggyback.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Wait, are you on Jordan's back the whole time or do you alternate?
0: It depends on who, well, if, if I, if I get paralyzed then yeah, I'm going to ride his back the whole time.
2: Okay. But you're such a purist that I feel like if you, like, if you're riding on Jordan's back and then like you get off, but you, but like, you don't he has to pick me up exactly where he
0: put me down. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he has to take two steps back and then put you back on his back. Just to make sure you didn't miss
1: any inches. I was thinking that we have to let your limp legs dangle in the dirt the whole time so that you have (laughs) continuous footpath. Yeah. Yeah. What if we do like a we have like a 70s style comedy movie where somehow like my arms get blown off by a grenade and then (laughs) your legs legs don't work anymore. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so there were just like hand one hand
3: person. Hand. Yeah. <laughs> a with a big difference. The strength of their missing limbs is transferred
1: to their bodies to make them totally invincible. They become
3: the crippled masters. The story of two young men who are cut off in their prime. They seek revenge. But they're handicapped by their limited knowledge of Kung Fu. Never by their will.